What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Of course, as always, we've got Sherman Obed here with you back once again. Uh, Happy New Year to you, Obed. And uh, uh, we last spoke was right before New Year's. Hope you enjoyed your New Year's Eve and all the celebrations and everything. How's it going for you? How's the New Year treating you so far? I did. I did have a New Year to you too as well, sir. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Very low key, you know, not like Y2K where we're worried if the lights are going to go out. Um, <laughs> no, it was, it was I, I'm at the point now, man, where like, like we were talking about, we've already done all the New Year's Eve stuff that I don't, I'm not pressed. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing mm-hmm. I can go do outside of like maybe going to do New Year's internationally. That like, right, right. I don't, I don't need to go to the local bar to see their setup for the new year and and just see the same damn as I'm, I'm good <laughs> yeah and get uh, yeah. get unlimited uh vodka and tonics for twelve dollars something like that oh you know? great <laughs> you you sell all your rail to cover yeah. your expenses for the year for tax season yeah great. yeah you <laughs> know <laughs> i gotcha yeah yeah right. new year's was low-key cool just chilled out a little bit nothing nothing too wild and crazy but you know on to another year 2023 it's just wild to just think about it you know although, even there's over the past couple of years have just been you know almost like a, a complete blur to everybody you know uh, you that's know. the thing people are saying we just uh, you close your eyes and it went from 2019 to 2023 and you're like where's the time gone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, definitely something like i said it's just crazy times here in the in the world these days but anyway i digress but let's keep it go- let's go on obed um before we get into our usual nfl and uh, co- even college football discussion i wanted to talk about a little uh gem in the nba from a couple weeks ago actually a couple excuse me a couple of days ago i think it was just about five days ago involving cavaliers guard donovan mitchell dropping 71 Ooh. points on the chicago Bulls. oh that, my god dude he went off donovan mitchell did yeah. shooting 22 of 34 at 71 points eight rebounds and 11 assists now obviously this is the most points scored in the game since kobe the uh, late great kobe bryant dropped 81 on the raptors back in what 2006 i believe it was 2006 rest in peace, rest in peace to the bamas he dropped 81 on you know, um, <laughs> but man, I mean, Donovan went off. This is what I think the eighth tie, he's tied for eighth of the most points in a regular season ma- matchup, um, with uh, David Robinson and uh, Elgin Baylor, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, this was just a hell, hell of an accomplishment, I think, a little bit, right? I would agree. Yeah, I think you know, being able to drop 71 as a single person, especially in what is the league today where everyone shoots, everyone can ball. You know, you generally your your good rosters have at least three guys jacking up 15 to 20 shots, you know, a game. So to think that he was able to pull this off in a team in Cleveland that most people are like, hey, these guys are dead and by the wayside. Um, you know, I think I think it's respectable to say when, when he made that move out there, I'm pretty sure people said thought that he was leaving for for the money and left for dead. Right. Like mm-hmm. same thing that Kevin Love did. Kevin Love went to stayed i'd said you know what even though lebron's gone and kyrie's gone i'm gonna stay in in cleveland i'm right, kind of su- I'm, I'm surprised kevin love has stayed there this long give him a max contract why are you leaving you know <laughs> he's already won a championship he's already won multiple championships he's made tons of money off of many contracts with tons of places he's played it's like i don't it's like i'm just good with cleveland i i which if you ever been to cleveland i'm shocked he was okay with that but um well with Kevin Love only, only, I think he only has the one ring with, with Cleveland. He only has that one. Really? Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. Cause, yeah, because remember, remember Cleveland played Golden State four straight times. They only that they one when they came back from the three-one deficit. Mm-hmm. But um okay. But yeah, but back to Donovan Mitchell, um 71. Yeah, he he did this on only shooting seven or fifteen from three-point range. So you know what I mean? He was just making quality right. shots. I mean, she went right. 20 for 25 from the free throw line. That helps too, but he was just making very straight, yeah. You know, decent shot quality shots. You know, wasn't jacking up you know, 10 to 15, though, 13 right. to three pointers that he, you know, counted right. for. So it was only right. seven threes. So, but yeah, Donovan, like I said, you know, um, and you mentioned about how he went to Cleveland and people thought he was going to go to New York at some point. I'm sure New York right. Knicks fans are still. He's uh, apparently like, soured on the Knicks. He wanted to be a Nick bad and they didn't make it happen. Oh, now okay. he's like screw the Knicks. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Right. But yeah, right. this was definitely a, a stellar performance by Donovan Mitchell, to say the least. His, his team is in 100. His team's in fourth place. You know, looking good on the season as far as wins. Uh, we'll see how they go as we get closer to the All Star break. Um, but yeah, hilariously called in for a uh, uh, performance drug performance testing 
yeah. <laughs> yeah, to see if he was on steroids, you know, because yeah. the, the league couldn't believe that somebody put up 71. It's just um, ridiculous. Like the very next day, come on, dude, come on. It's just question. Crazy. What was more, what was more uh, exciting? The 71 that he put up or the uh, 60 on 11 dribbles that Clay Thompson put up uh, a few years ago? Oh yeah. The Clay Thompson one. And, and didn't he, didn't he drop that only through three quarters? Yes. He had 37 in the third quarter alone, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So imagine if he plays the fourth quarter, he could have maybe gotten 75, 80 points in that game, you know? Easily, easily, you know? You know? I mean, they pulled him for his own his own uh, well-being, honestly. Um, right, and, right. and hey, let's, well, I mean, if we had ever did a chance to talk about it again, Clay Thompson looks like he's coming back around. Mm-hmm. This is the hero mm-hmm. they needed. Yeah, yeah. But uh, let's get, let's, we'll keep it going a little bit. Let's get into some college football. Uh, let's talk about the two playoff games. Uh, first off, it was the TCU Michigan matchup in the uh, Fiesta Bowl. TCU, the Horn Frogs, coming with that stunning victory over the Michigan Wolverines, 55, 51 to 45. Excuse me. Um, I it, I feel like it's almost expected that Jim Harbaugh is just going to let Michigan fans down at this point when he has the chance. Um, second year in a row, lost an opening round of the college football playoff. You know, you've been in you know, a hell of a team, especially the on defensive defensive side all year long, and you give mm-hmm. up 51 to TCU. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just feel Harbaugh is now there's rumors that he's he's got some interest from the NFL, some uh, some NFL jobs right. to, be, to be another head coach in the NFL, which he once was before with San Francisco, as we know. Right. But more so on this game, I mean – I'm just kind of, I was just really stunned that TC was able to come up and shout out to them. Kudos to them, you know, coming up with the victory, but they were able to run the ball all over Michigan, you know, going for 263 yards rushing. That was the, I think that was the big difference there. And, you know, and it came down to the end, it came down to a wire too. It was, it it came out to a close game, you know, right at the end. Um, But, you know, shout out to TCU coming up with the victory, right? Yeah, it's uh, you know, I I don't want to know. I want to say that it's Harbaugh letting them down as much as the you know, the players are on the field making the decisions. And it doesn't seem like they played a poor game, but you know, you got you get a botch snap to send TCU to the final. You have, you know, you have so many opportunities to close the door on them. But at the end of the day, what have I been saying all year? College football has no defense. 51 you let tcu score 51 points on a big 10 team mm-hmm, mm-hmm. come on man like i'm sorry I, I don't give a shit about the points anymore man this is ridiculous it's it's not respectable what are you teaching these kids at that level before they get to the pros do these kids know how to play defense okay you know let me not talk aiden hutchinson did come out of uh out of my uh michigan so obviously they've got some studs out there but you cannot give up 263 rushing yards Right. They, they had only one more carry than Michigan. And that one carry was good for at least, you know, 76, 77 yards. Mm-hmm. You know, that what, what are you guys doing? I don't care how many points you can score. Everybody's scoring points. Who's playing defense? Right. The the old Harbaugh used to have very good defenses when he was the coach of uh, the San Francisco 49ers. And he has gotten sucked into this. We want to score points all the time. Nonsense as opposed to we want to control games. The best teams control games. They don't come. This is why Peyton Manning didn't win mm-hmm. the Super Bowl for years because he had his coaches or his uh, organization bringing in offensive production for him, offensive talent every year. He played with four different Hall of Famers on the offensive line. And the best thing he had on defense was Bob Sanders and then the two uh, edge rush, ed rushers. That's it. And they couldn't, they just weren't winning championships. They weren't able to sustain right. in big games like this. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean... And on even on the Wolverine side, JJ McCarthy didn't have too poor of a game. You know, twenty of thirty four for three forty three and two scores. He had two. He had two picks though. You know that that kind of hurts him. But still, I mean, everyone was anticipating either a Michigan, Georgia finale or Michigan Ohio State. I think a lot of people wanted the Michigan Ohio State finale. Obviously, Michigan Ohio State two of the biggest rivalries in all of, one of the biggest rivalries in all of sports, not just right. college football. The right. ratings would have been through the roof if that had happened. Right. Um, but yeah, this is, you know, but people will still criticize Jim Harbaugh for this still for sure. And just continuously coming up short. That's yeah. the thing, you know, he has yet to um, make a, yet to even make a college football playoff final 
nonetheless win a win a championship at, at the University of Michigan. Um, and this is what he was brought here to do. It was funny because a couple of years ago we were saying, oh, he might be on his way out. But, you know, last year they found he finally beat Ohio State, got them to the playoff, came up right. short this right. year again, beat Ohio State again and right. got them a playoff, came up right. short again. Will at some point he be able to lead this, um, you know, a, a Michigan team to a final and actually win it, win a title here you know, with the Wolverines? I don't see why not. Honestly, I mean, like you said, he's already changed the narrative. He's turned them into a consistently performing in the or playing in the CFP team, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the last thing you want to do is shake things up, get the architect out of the way when you're on the cusp. And it's plenty of teams that we've seen on the cusp. Hey, Tom Brady's Patriots lost two back-to-back Super Bowls to the same team before he finally won another one against Seattle. So, you know, I think, again, he needs to go out there and get himself a draft class full of defensive players. Well, when will they be ready to play? Probably not until the end of next season, right? So maybe they hold things together and those kids are no longer first year red shirts or no longer rookie classmen individuals and they perform very well in the postseason and make some plays it's not unheard of usually it's at different position where guys are studying out like that quarterback wide receiver as a rookie but you know we'll we'll see we'll um we'll see what happens i i don't think getting i don't think getting rid of him is the right idea i think it's just the, the fickleness yeah. of, of the sport but right um more uh, of these people start calling you know what i mean and mm-hmm. good opportunities are, are that's what i was wondering do you is you, you think there's a chance that harbaugh goes back to the nfl i think he could if it have to be the right right position the right the right opportunity um you know i, I think don't think I, you want the raiders I think I, job i, I think, think i read something I, job. I was gonna say i think i read something about carolina yeah uh, i don't think you want that job to? you know no. not not trying to work with sam darnold and then I don't know when where they're drafting. I can check and see what they're doing, but I don't know. This quarterback class has three guys, I think, four guys that might be able to pull it mm-hmm. off. Um, yeah, so, Bryce Young is probably going number one to the to Houston, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I just it doesn't seem the NFL path doesn't seem to be there. If something like Miami had been open, I could see him making that move and working with Tua. But okay, I I just don't. It's not, not yet because there's not yet shaky Chicago. quarterbacks, and it's like. The last thing Harbaugh needs is a shady quarterback. Shady quarterback, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay, all right. Um, the other college football playoff matchup was Ohio State at Georgia was facing Georgia in the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl, and Georgia came up that last second victory, forty two to forty one, on a terrible missed field goal by the Ohio State kicker. I oh mean, it wasn't even yeah. close, bro. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. To, and it's for it to come down like that. Obviously, you know, everyone plays their part. Everyone does what they have to do. You know, it, anything could have changed the game. You know, why didn't Ohio State stop Georgia earlier in the game? So you can't just put all the blame on this one on the one mm-hmm. kicker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Because yeah, Ohio State, all right, they should have played better defense in the in the in the, in the second in the second quarter, or, or you know, or, or in the third on the fourth quarter. They gave up eighteen points in the fourth quarter. The Georgia, right. you know. Uh, you know, so, but yeah, this was another, another, I mean, I feel like we had two really, really good playoff games. Uh, I think, again, I know you're talking about, you know, the points, you know, there's yeah, no people defense. are just giving us no defense. I'm like, what are we talking just them but, going there, back there were close, there game. were close games though. You know what I mean? There weren't blowouts, if you will, yeah, you know, what no one was winning, you know, 28 to nothing. Right. I'm, I'm happy that there wasn't a blowout, that it wasn't a slaughter, but they're close because nobody played defense. That's still terrible. Mm. That's not that's not much better. Again, 2013 BCS championship game, six to three at half. All half of those rosters, half of both of those rosters are in the NFL brand household names. That is football. I don't need 40 points and you winning by one. These are these are pens. These are again Peyton Manning scores where he would not go to the playoff, we would go to the championship because he went out there and scored 41 and he lost 42 to 41. Like at some point, this is unacceptable. You have to shut these guys down. Everybody plays and has a bunch of studs, right? You got to shut these guys down. You're you're happy that George Pickens wasn't out there for Georgia. You still got your butts whooped. Yeah, I mean, it was too, I guess... I don't know. I mean, I guess I, I I think I'm more of an offensive guy. That's why I like to see the offense. I like to see the points on the board. But I wouldn't mind uh, a more... uh, 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 I say contested match go as far as defensively. It was that Super Bowl. Wasn't there a Super Bowl a couple of years ago uh, with your Patriot? If you're Patriots, yep. Rams, it was one of the greatest to- Super Bowls I ever saw. 
And Bam I, I, was like, I didn't like it because they didn't score a lot of points. No, so here's the thing. Chess match. Is it, it chess it, match? It huh? was, but yeah. I would like to see a little bit more scoring. I mean, like I said, I'm offensive guy. Ten to three is kind of a boring game. If it could have been, yeah. it could have been twenty three to thirteen. I would have been fine with that. It doesn't have to be forty to five to forty forty four. It was, I'm fine it was nineteen that. to three. It was nineteen to three. Blame was, Sean McVay. I thought it was ten to three. The final. No, it was nineteen. I'm pretty sure three. it was like nineteen to three. Oh, I know there's okay. like one touchdown score, but uh, hold yeah. on. Or or 13 through like that. But uh but yeah, but but this matchup, the Ohio State and Georgia quarterback. 13 3. Oh, 13 3. Okay. Right. And that's on McVay. McVay was supposed to be this, you know, genius offensively. And he couldn't get it done against pass defense. But yeah, pass quarter defense and and three field goals, which you want from me. Yeah. But uh both quarterbacks in this Buckeyes Bulldogs matchup, CJ Stroud, 23 of 34 for 348 and four scores. Stenson Bennett, 23 of 34, same exact numbers there, right. 398 and three touchdowns. But you know what I mean? So both quarterbacks played phenomenal, phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal football. Um, you know, and I think Ohio yeah. State was, was out a a couple, Yeah, Ohio State was out with was out uh, was without a couple guys. Obviously, they were getting uh skipping the bowl game, getting prepared for the NFL draft. Right. But um, it was still a good game. You know, Marvin Harrison Jr. is that dude. Is that um, dude, which I'm surprised that we didn't need to see him do that. He can just go to the pros, dog. You're good. Your father <laughs> has taught you. He, his father has taught him everything he needs to know. Right. You know, you're getting you're getting a whole Hall of is, Fame education at home. Is he a sophomore or is he a retro sophomore? Because if he's a retro sophomore, he can go. Or is he a true sophomore? I can't recall. I think he's a true sophomore. Okay, um, so he's got one more year. But it's hilarious to talk about uh, how old these guys are because how old is Stetson Bennett? Um, like for real, real. This, you know, the this the phenomenon that is Stetson Bennett. Like, how old is this guy? How many schools did he play for? Right. Is he just out here being Chris Winky, older than everybody else, and making plays, acting like he's nice? <laughs> like, yeah, I would love to go play Pop Warner as a high school kid. Uh, basically, the situation. You know, You're right? Yeah, I feel like Stetson Bennett might as well be like a uh, graduate p- professor at, at Georgia at this point. You know what I mean? This is what is. Isn't he? He's 24, 25. I think he's I twenty. He, I, I, he I might be. I thought he was like twenty five. Twenty five. Okay, I think he's like twenty five. Yeah, 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 yeah. It must be nice to get having being able to get all those years of eligibility and sticking around for for, for so long. And it must be nice. But yeah. I, either way, still a good game. So now we have the championship coming up. Uh, I think it was this Monday. TCU, Georgia. Who do you got, Obed? The, the Horn Frogs or the Bulldogs? I'm going to go with the Bulldogs. I mean, I know they're going to give up points, but, you know, the pedigree, the fact that they've been here before, um, mm. I think they might have a propensity to play just like a little bit more defense, but I don't know. I mean, you know, they gave up 21 in the second quarter to Ohio State. Uh, Excuse me, had two double-digit quarters back-to-back going into half and then coming out of half. That's terrible. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's Mm -hmm. real bad. Um, But only let up three in the fourth quarter, so maybe that they finally tightened up. Again, I have to shade to the SEC team, but it looks like TCU is going to come to play. But I'm going to pick Georgia. Yeah, I think TCU will come to play for sure. They definitely impressed in that Michigan game. Um, yeah, Georgia, SEC. I think it's. I think they go back to back now. I think it'll be tuner over Kirby Smart, um, showing that you know Georgia is that powerhouse team. You know, Alabama does not run that conference what they once as they once did before. For now, you because know? he's about to have a mass exodus of players. A mass exodus of coaches. You can't have as much success and people not want to go make something of themselves out of it, right? True, true. So, you know, we'll see who Georgia is next year if we're not making excuses for, oh, all these guys left. Oh, you know what I mean? But they're yeah. on top right now. It's hard to deny. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm going to take Georgia as well, too. And they're going back-to-back national championships uh, for the for the Bulldogs. Um, let's get into the NFL, Obed. Um, we'll do a quick Week 17 recap before we move on to make our Week 18 picks. Um, obviously, the biggest news or biggest outcome outlook from Week 17 in the NFL was from the Monday night matchup between the Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals and the horrific scene that we saw and when Bill's corner cornerback DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field and had it to be administered, administered CPR and taken to the hospital. Yeah. 
Um, the game was postponed, but obviously the game wasn't really on anyone's mind after, you know, seeing that scene there um, with Hamlin on the field and being taken away. Um, this was just, you know, an unprecedented event for the NFL. We've never seen anything like this, you know, live on television, uh, a gentleman just passing out like that and collapsing and having to administer CPR according to the broadcast and the reports and just being taken away. This was just a you know, something that we have, you know, we have, we haven't seen before, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it was just very, it was a, it um, sobering, surreal, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, surreal, you know, definitely uh, a time and atmosphere in, in the game. Obviously we know the game was canceled, like I said, and, but yeah, but the good news is that the latest reports have come in uh, that Damar Hamlin, he is awake. He had, uh, he's, he's uh, had had the ventilator and the breathing tube removed. He was able to Ooh. even FaceTime with his teammates. Yeah. Um, so he is doing much better. He's able to communicate. I think they even said that the first when he woke up, when he awoke, uh, the first question they asked, he asked if they won the game. <laughs> you know, hilarious, crazy, yeah, right? which is crazy. which is amazing. Like, bro, you were just on your deathbed, and I love that you're you were asking the questions that none of us wanted to ask. So mm-hmm. that you know, just just some crazy right there. Yeah, just blessings, yeah, just yep, 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 yep. Prayers and blessings that he's he survived. He is okay, thankfully. So, um. But man, it's just it's just a wild, wild, wild time. Um, but I mean, so the NFL finally decided that the game, which was stopped, you know, partly through the first quarter, if I believe it was, mm-hmm. the Cincinnati League seven to three, that the game will not resume. It will just be canceled. Um, let me ask you this: Was it? Do you think one that is the right call for the game just to not resume at all? Um, and two, what is your take on the overall situation of how the NFL really handled everything that transpired this past week? The NFL handled everything like a bunch of old white dudes who are disconnected, you know, canceling the game, calling it a no contest, and then coming up with some wild, crazy, well, let's have a coin flip. And like, like it is, it's like a room full of old white dudes made a decision. It was terrible. Pardon my French. Um, you make the game a tie. If each team gets a half a win and a half a loss, uh, and then you uh, move forward with allowing the teams to just play for their win percentage, right? They have games after this. The but the Bills mm-hmm. need to beat the New England Patriots. The Cincinnati Bengals need to beat the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't. You know, like. I don't see why a tie would have been so bad. It would have only impacted maybe two to three teams, the two teams that got a, t- a buy, and then one of the teams, I believe, in Baltimore. I know and that it would have. I think the whole thing was issued with you know, Kansas City's involved because it's the AFC, you know, in that top seeded thing. It's really the out of yeah. It's Kansas City, Buffalo, and Cincinnati. Those are the two, three teams yeah. that are most affected by this. Right. Um, you know, but, but, but please continue, continue. No, so, and, and so, you know, obviously fine. So four teams. The two teams vying for first round by in uh, Buffalo and Kansas City, and then one team that might try to find a way to slide in in New England. And then I think Baltimore doesn't really gain or lose anything, but Cincinnati is potentially slighted out of a chance to move up in their seating. But they have no, Cincinnati has no shot at, at the first round by. No, so not that, anymore. They did though, if they had won that game and Kansas City, right, 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 right. And so, also now they've been declared the AFC North champions, just by bro. Them. It's it's it's. You know, I don't know about resuming the game. I could understand blanking it and playing it over, right? But you just can't screw up the schedule that much. And honestly, I think they should have declared it a tie let whatever was going to happen be whatever versus okay they don't have to play let's come up with some wild stuff joe mixon just sent out a tweet that shows the nfl rule book that they have procedures in place for no contest situations and they didn't follow that at all they just mm. made up on their way right mm. so like now this kind of shows how people people are concerned that the nfl is rigged and this kind of shows that they are kind of doing that right because you really kind of want to favor cincinnati bengals you are like, we're not going to slight Kansas City, but we feel like Kansas City is going to be okay. But they, for whatever reason, they really want the Bengals to get a chance to go to this postseason and do well. And they really want, uh, what's it called? Um, Buffalo to get a chance to go to this, to the postseason and do well, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you just, you can't have that. You One team 
one team is going to be the victor of the Super Bowl at the end of this thing, right? And situations like this happen all the time. They drag their feet on it. I, it's unfortunate because the most important thing is to Mar Hamlin's health. I'm so happy that he's awake. I'm so happy he's always got a family member who's ever been intubated. You understand the seriousness of the situation. I'm glad he's awake. But the yes. NFL used this and turned it. It just made the situation worse, in my opinion. Now you're like whipping for home field advantage. Like what are you a neutral site to play the AFC championship game? This is this is nonsense. This is nonsense. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not sure what would have been the best outcome. Maybe they could have done something different, like you like you said, issuing the tie to yeah. both Buffalo and Cincinnati. Uh, now they're just going to have one less game played. Here's the thing: it, it's it's and I feel like it's it, the reason is this why they didn't resume the game because they didn't want to change their entire schedule around and moving other teams and things like that more so before the Super Bowl. Yeah. And and more, more so change the Super Bowl because you know, damn well, they weren't going to, they weren't going to move that unless some catastrophic world event happened where they had to, they weren't, the NFL is not going to move the Super Bowl for sure. There's too many people involved. Right. Exactly. You know, could they have pushed the regular season back or the playoffs in a week? So that way the, the, so the weeks between the AFC and AFC championship game and Super Bowl, there is no week off. Right. That would have been maybe perhaps one thing, but even still, they you know they they never want to mess with their schedule at all. Even going go, look looking back in what was it uh, in twenty twenty with COVID and everything, right. how the NFL they went on as regularly you know as 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 program as schedule they went hey, on right right you, you know you want you don't want to have COVID positive COVID tests you better stop testing but we're not changing the schedule. This is you what know, games are going to be. If, right. you, if you're missing your quarterback, that's on you. If you're missing right. your stud wide receiver and your defensive tackle, that's on you. You know, uh, but yeah. the MLB, they adjusted accordingly. The NBA, they adjusted accordingly. The NHL, every, every other league adjusted. But the NFL, the almighty powerful NFL, they went on right, right, as, right as scheduled. You know, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of clown good old boys that think the decisions they make when they it always starts for me in the beginning of the season when they pick who is going to be the halftime show of the of the Super Bowl. You know <laughs> who's in charge. Like, no, I don't need to see the who and Tom Petty. Who who do you think <laughs> is your target audience base, dog? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, no, I no, mean, let's bring out Fifty Cent. Let it, let Fifty Cent do in the club a song that hasn't been out for like thirty years. <laughs> Um, but man, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, obviously that obviously, like I said, first and foremost is about tomorrow. Um, but as far as the game itself, I don't, I don't know. It's a really, it's a tough decision either way, but not, like I said, I think you may be correct though, that just issuing, issuing a tie with the win percentage and everything, let that just be it. Um, instead of just having a one less game on their record now you know right. it's a difficult it was a difficult situation we've never had like, like you said before never we've never seen anything like this uh you know but but the fact more so about the game monday night i wanted to go back to you back to quickly obed was there was something that ever was a rumor that they were going to take a five minute break and give the guys five minute time five minutes to warm up and can continue the game did yeah. they really think that the, when when players saw their teammate getting administered CPR on the field, that they were in the right frame of mind to continue to play a football game. No, the yeah, guy didn't. Their property. The, their guy didn't dislocate his elbow. He didn't sprain his ankle. Like, oh, okay, give him some time. You know, he didn't. You know, you know, he didn't uh, blow out his knee, his ACL. And, All right, give him time to get off the field and go. This was a life or death situation, dude. This yeah, was going to die on that field. He, he, in fact, technically did die on that. Field yeah, he he, he didn't have a pulse. Right, you didn't have yeah. a heartbeat. Literally, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, but yet that to me was probably the, one of the biggest takeaways of how poorly the NFL, you know, was handling the situation at at that given time. Now, granted, yeah. maybe they didn't, they didn't know the severity of the situation, you know, like how which things were transpiring, which is firing, but still, that was not a good look. Um, like I said, shout out to the the Buffalo Bills medical staff for sure. Right, right. lifesavers. Um, literally mm-hmm. life saving. it's crazy because i knew something was up when they uh, they rushed on the minute hamlin goes down they were on yeah. that field in seconds bro right. people were calling for them to come out like it was like Yo, yeah. get out of here right now it's mm-hmm. not good um, yep. I, I'm, I'm you know again some of these teams treat their players with the utmost care you know that ain't every medical staff because you know we've seen the kind of things that have happened to players uh the left tackle for the san francisco 49ers Trent Williams used to play for Washington. Mm-hmm. He sued Washington's medical staff because they had him playing with a growth that was actually cancerous on his head. 
I do recall something along those right. lines. And right, it's right, like right. they just could tell him, don't worry about it because they didn't want him out of games for missing for a lump that eventually could have killed him, right? Like the NFL doesn't care. I think one uh, player, former player broke it down on a show. He was like, listen, DeMar Hamlin, 24 years old, has only played two full seasons of the NFL. They He cannot get coverage until year three. The NFL would fight him because he, they were like, he might need millions of dollars of medical health care from this. And he's mm-hmm. not covered. He cannot, mm-hmm. he's not vested in the NFL yet because he only played three years. And the average lifespan of somebody, or average career span of somebody in the NFL is two and a half. That's not by by just randomness. That is by design. So, you know, it, it's, it's, I think it was sobering for people to actually see and understand how the NFL works. And and I don't want to take a moment to say that Adam Schefter is terrible. Um at they cut from the scene from the uh on field to go cut to the uh booth to excuse me the studio to talk to people that mm-hmm. like Susie Colbert was there Booger Susie was there and Adam Adam was there and Schefter was like I've never seen anything like this before a player was carted off in an ambulance in the Patriots game against the Arizona Cardinals years ago many players have died on the field before and for him to just he just sound like he sound like the NFL's bottom for real like he's like he's just down like oh no that's never happened i've never seen this in anything you would you a goddamn liar dog like just that is not the time to be speaking like that it, just to be real sobering about this uh, patrick peterson told a story that his daughter ran into the kitchen and said daddy there's a big hit on the game he went to go see what happened his wife took the kids and brought them upstairs and she had because she was like i understand that my husband plays this game it's a violent game. I don't want my kids looking at that and asking if that could happen to their dad. But right, at the end of the day, right, it really right. could. Right. Yeah. It's just like I said, it was definitely a wild, wild uh, uh, turn of you know, events yeah. that, that transpired. And yeah. like I said, luckily he is okay. He he's doing he's doing better, I should say. Yeah. Um, and hopefully he can uh, return to form. Maybe maybe not play in the NFL, but at least be able to have a good quality of life in the future. That, that's that's what's most important. Um, we mentioned Kansas City before briefly, Obed. How mm-hmm. you know they're jostling for the that number one seed in the AFC. They almost lost last week to the Denver Broncos. Uh, and it's funny because you, I think you were texting me during that game. Uh, yeah. You're like, man, is Kansas City just playing around here? What is going on? Yeah. Um, what I mean, is it safe to say that Kansas City is either just kind of either i mean i guess let me ask the question ultimately are they still the favorite in the afc because i know the buffalo was probably the super bowl pick before the scene started and kansas City started rolling patrick Holmes is probably going to win mvp being that jalen Hurts has missed the last few weeks and probably Mm -hmm. i'm not sure if he's going to play this weekend Mm -hmm. um are are the chiefs really still that that afc favorite you know because i'm like damn how do you almost lose to the denver broncos bro you know so it it was more a situation where they were sandbagging this game, you know. Yeah, they sandbagged with 27 points, but you're up 13-10 going into the half. You just don't find a way to put any points on the board in the third quarter. And then you come out and you do your do your your Kansas City thing in the fourth quarter and turn the game off, turn the uh, shut the game down. Mm-hmm. They lacked a run game. Uh, the weakness of the of the uh, Kansas City defense is in the secondary. They have a young defense. They haven't played super poorly, but even with Karloftis playing, making plays up front, they are still a young defense that's going to be susceptible in the secondary. And that's that's essentially what happened. I mean, you know, Russell didn't have a good game by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, he had 222 yards, but a touchdown and a pick. He took some sacks. You know, I, I just think that Kansas City. Kansas City, I mean, they you just came out flat. You think they just seemed like almost? I don't think they cared. I don't think that you know what I mean. They knew they were going to win this game. You know, yeah, like I it. think they probably overlooked Denver. I think that's what it was. They came yeah. this week like, all right, yeah, this should be. We should get this dub. You know, Russell Wilson is out here trying to you yeah. know ride out with Broncos country. Right. He, you know, he's getting lost on the journey. Right. Uh, you know, right. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, statistically speaking, I don't think that Denver's had a bad game, but Denver wasn't beating the Chiefs. And they didn't need, the Chiefs didn't need to do anything special. They certainly didn't need their defense to play super hard in this game. So, you know, maybe it was like pretty lax. Had Kansas City gotten their rushing game going a lot better, I think it would have been different because they could, they were unable to eat up the clock, but they were able to make a ton. They threw for 328 yards. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this man hit what, 12 different, 12 different players 
for a pass, 10 different plays for a pass, one of which was himself, you know, so <laughs> Patrick, are, Patrick's doing okay. Are the Broncos just better with, now that Nathaniel Hackett is gone? Is that what it is? Because now he actually put up 24 points a game. It's like, wow, okay, look, look mm. better a little bit, you know, or no, is it just I, kind of a... What's the last, what, what happened the last time these two teams played? Russell Wilson went lights out. I think I don't think it's a fluke. I think that these two teams know each other a lot better than we give them credit for. It's mm. a divisional round match, a divisional uh, divisional matchup. Right. So right, right. you know That's these true. kind of these kind of things can happen where you're just like, are they good? No, they just know them. Right. Mm-hmm. There were times when Jacksonville would play a Tennessee team that was first place in the AFC to a nine three win to a 12-0 win you know what right, i mean right, and right, it's just right. like how did they lose well, it was a division rival you know we think philly's great they, they, they might lose the giants we think dallas is great they're struggling against washington it, it yeah. just it just is what it is right the bills the bills lose to miami a game they shouldn't have lost mm-hmm. the bills struggle with the jets games that they yeah, shouldn't, shouldn't have lost kind of, yeah right true. you know what i mean so. yeah, divisional games yep i see that yeah <laughs> makes sense makes sense but yeah but either way, the Chiefs came up with that victory. And like I said, I think Patrick Mahomes will will be winning the MVP. Just be, it, it wasn't going to be between yeah. him or Hurts, but now that Hurts missed the last couple of weeks, we're going to talk about them here in a, here in a second. Yeah. But yeah, I think he's going to get it. But yeah, but with the Eagles, they lost their last week's last week's game against New against New Orleans, um, which was definitely a shocker there. Even yeah. with Gardner Minshew at the helm, I thought the Eagles should should get that dub. Yeah. Um, they didn't, you know. I'm still wondering why Jameis Winston is still not playing. I know we talked about it once before. He's about the back injury, you know, but yeah. he must be really, really hurt. But yeah, the Eagles, I guess, like we said, when, when Jalen Hurts went out, they had three games left. They lost two of them. Now they got this one matchup this weekend against the Giants, which we'll, we'll talk about later in our picks. But um, I'm, I don't know. The fact that they've lost these past two games, so like, yo, Jalen Hurts is more of a factor than people uh, people think he is. You know, people are yeah. like, oh, no, it's just a team. It's just a team. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is not is. that dude. Dude, he is. Jalen Hurts He's is the engine. Yeah, He's man, engine. He, yeah. he is. And you got you got to give him credit, bro. You know, this team has not looked the same without him on right. the field, right? Right. Who was, who was that clown? Chris Sims, who said that you could drop Gardner Minshew in and they would look exactly the same. Uh, somebody uh, get me that old take of spo- exposed because that's not <laughs> it at all. Yeah, um, only put in 10 against the Saints. I mean, you know, and yes, the Saints are a hard, tough defense, if nothing else, right? They might not have the offensive production, but they're a, t- a tough defense. And then, you know, you actually look at the stat lines and it's like, well, they actually came out and played pretty tough against against Philly, you know, in Philly. Um, right, I, it was in I, Philly. That was the thing too. I was surprising. You know, again, I have said... Time and time again, the Eagles had the softest schedule, strength of schedule this year. It is already proven. We knew if you were a fantasy football degenerate, you knew about this in, you know, July when the schedules came out. The the Eagles had the softest strength of schedule. When mm-hmm. your team has a soft sector, I don't care. I don't care about, oh, they have to play who's in front of you. that. If you can't come out here and go bone to bone, toe to toe with tough teams, you're going to lose. They lost to a team that doesn't have offense, that found offense to the tune of 129 rushing yards and 229 passing yards without even having their best quarterback, Jameis Winston, out there who has a back injury. Mm. Just for you guys to to lose to them in terrible fashion because you should have won this game at home. You know, they the, the rushing is not there without the quarterback. If anything, Jalen Hurts opens up lanes for Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell. Um, you know, it just it just wasn't there. Twelve uh, carries for sixty-one yards. That and you had one long rush of fourteen yards, so you had eleven carries for uh, forty-seven yards. That's mm-hmm. not getting it done. Mm-hmm. That's not getting it done at all, Miles Sanders. Um, you know, it, it's it's. I think that Philly's a good team, but I don't think that they you you cannot sharpen steel with water, and that's I think that's what what my they are uh, the Eagles mm. are figuring out now. So as long as they get back their quarterback, Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. they start mm-hmm. the engine up. He's running around all over the place. I think the kids have a better chance. No, um, I'm 100 agreeing with you for sure. Do, yeah. do you think they're rushing him back? I mean, I know the plan uh, was I, to they only need one game. They would have him back. They would have loved to sit him, but I, I think they need this by the bye week. They need they need the number one seed to get that solo bye week for sure. I think you yes. have to play him in week 18. If, if let's say the game's over, let's say by early third quarter or so, you sit him out. But I think you have to, or maybe let Gardner Minshew start 
have Jalen Hurts be ready if the game kind of starts to slip away. Yeah, right, right. right. I think it more so. Is that the way to play the quarterback position, though? Because, you know, uh, who was it? Damn it, Mike Ditka, you have three quarterbacks, you don't have a quarterback. You know, you got one guy playing with a look over his shoulder, like, hey, as soon as you start screwing up, we're bringing in Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. I think you got to start one, stick with one unless they screw up right like hey this is we're gonna start that's what i'm saying if 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 Minshew is rocking and let's say you know and the legals are leading you know throughout the game and even in the fourth quarter up by seven or something you got come out you know but if it start game starts to slip slip away late have hurts be ready just in case because you don't want him necessarily to take an unnecessarily uh injury to that shoulder again and then having to have him wait another two three weeks to come back even with Mm -hmm. the you know what i mean yeah so Does does he play as Jalen Hurts this week, if he plays, does he? You play? better don't you let him, if he does play, sit him in the pocket all game right. long. Do not right. even don't even don't call any design runs. Right. Don't call right. any RPOs. Right. No, the stuff nothing. that got him hurt against Chicago because you're playing a pissing contest against the other running quarterback. Exactly. All the just, design just, or all the hits just, you're taking for no just, reason. Just hand, let him hand the ball off and right. quick throws, quick throws to the, to the flat. Maybe right. a couple of deep throws if you have the if you have play action right. there. If you if you have got the protection, you go right. you go math protection something like that. Right. You know, um, but no, because you're missing Lane Johnson, so you don't want to make too many. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You don't want to be too and, cocky with what you're doing. And tell two, I mean, not two, excuse me. So tell yeah. tell Jalen that if that pocket breaks down, you get rid of the damn football, or right. you just or you just go down, just lay down, just chill. Tom Brady for years. Tom Brady for years, when the play breaks down, he curls up into the fetal position with the ball and Bama's used to clown him. <laughs> but it's just like, he didn't lose field position. He didn't turn the ball over. His team gets up and gets another down. And then and he gets re- completion. And there's a reason why he's still playing football at the age of 45. At 45 years old. So exactly. Like, right. This running around is for the birds. Stay mm-hmm. in the pocket. Protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. But um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. The other matchup I wanted to look at, Obed, was the NFC North matchup between the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings. And Green Bay just demolished the Vikings 41 to 17. And Jair Alexander held up his trash talk by shutting Justin Jefferson down. This dude, Jeff- Justin Jefferson, probably the best receiver in the NFL this year, had yeah. one catch. For 15 yards yeah um first of all the packers have won four in a row they control their own destiny this is a in the green bay team event who we thought was done they were four and eight we said oh Aaron Rodgers is going to get out of green bay he misses Devontae adams too much they're not the same team they can't do anything now they've won four straight games and are on the cusp of making the nfc playoffs with a victory on Sunday night. We will talk about that you know, once we get into our picks. But this game in particular, though, this shows that this Aaron Rodgers and this Packers squad, is they are a bunch of fighters, they're a bunch of dogs, and they are going to come out and play when, when they need to play and play and play hard. Um, Aaron Jones going off on the ground, 111 yards on the ground. You know, And, and even A-Rod didn't even have a spectacular game. He didn't even throw for 200 yards in this game. You know, right. this was just a well-rounded game for the Green Bay Packers. Um, and I'm wondering if can they make us a, a good, uh, a decent playoff run? You think, Obed? Um, this game was an absolute fugazi. Um, the Vikings have been giving up games like this to teams all year long because the Vikings' defense is terrible. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. true. Jair Alexander, Jair Alexander is. Uh, it's just it's kind of distasteful for him to say the kinds of things that he said about uh about Justin Jefferson, Jefferson. because we have an entire season. You mm. cannot tell me that his first game was a fluke after he played 16 other games where he was just studying on mm. every corner who yeah. played against him. Yeah, um J- yeah, uh Jair Alexander played, I think they said something like. 75% of his snaps against Justin Jefferson with safety help over the top. So did Jair Alexander shut down Justin Jefferson or did the bracket coverage shut him down? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, I'm very poignant in trying to look at the game objectively, what happened versus what all the media jumped on. The Packers are a Fugazi team. We have watched the Packers on national television look like and because they beat the losers, excuse me, the Bears, because they beat the losers, excuse me, the Rams, 
because they beat the losers, excuse me, the Dolphins, um, and then beat a bad defense, I give them no credit. They could come out here and lose to Detroit easily with the way mm. Detroit's offense fires. They just, uh, the road home splits are very bad for the Lions. That's why they don't generally play well because uh, Jared Goff don't play well outside um, away from the fast track. But nothing in this game made me think, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers had 159 yards on one touchdown. That's a high school quarterback's line. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. They had defensive scores. There's an implosion by Kirk Cousins. That's the story of this game. Um, you know, right, 41 yeah. points and Aaron Rodgers was only responsible for six of them. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. I'm not crowning them, dog. I'm not doing this. I, get, I understand the, the analysis that you put on it, but like the they went on a five-game losing streak against teams that we both agree have played very well this year in the Giants, the Jets, the Bills, the Lions, uh, and the Commanders at one point were playing good football. After that point, I think they kind of fell off. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll agree there. But they did beat the Packers uh, when the Packers came to town in a game that we thought the Packers were going to go ahead and win, right? Um, so, yeah, I'm not I'm not crowning them. They're like the Packers are not good. I even if they go to the playoffs, I still don't think they're a good team and will probably get bounced in the first round. No, I don't. I don't. If the Packers do make the playoffs, I don't think they'll they will actually win. Underneath, you know what I mean? I'm just right. saying, you know, I'm just imagining, you know, if, if Aaron does take this team out and make a solid run, like wow, you know, his legacy will be even greater. But yeah, Kirk Cousins didn't have a good one. 18 of 31 for 205. One scoring three picks. Obviously, was the downer for the Vikings in this one for sure. Then got pulled uh, for Nick Mullins. Then Justin Jefferson got set, got benched. They, yeah, they pulled all their starters in the fourth. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think they knew it was over. Like this was just right. a bad, bad game for the Minnesota right. Vikings for sure. Right. So, um, and for it, your Alexander to come out and talk after the fact is just distasteful because he didn't do it by himself. One on one on island. Yo, yeah, tripped. let's not get it twisted. Okay, dude. Justin JJ had a bad game, but dude, he's still that dude. You know? He's literally the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. Yeah, he he may out. he may win Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, I'm surprised he's not talking. If he had gone out and gotten his 100 yards and then gotten 94 yards this game and broke uh, Randy Moss's single-season record and become the new single-season record leader for the Vikings, he might be, have a chance to be MVP. That's mm-hmm. how crazy his year has been. Yeah, he's had a yeah. phenomenal year for sure, for sure. Um, let's keep it going, uh, Obed. Uh, earlier this week, it was announced that Miami the Dolphins, they're going to be starting their rookie quarterback, Skylar Thompson, this weekend in their uh, final matchup. Two was still on concussion protocol. Bridgewater is hurt as well, too. I think he's a, has he's a, has a dislocated uh, finger, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. on his throwing mm-hmm. hand. Um, and the Dolphins have a chance to actually still make the playoffs against the Jets. I mean, is this the right move, starting Skylar Thompson over to it instead of rushing to it back? Because I think I, I think it is because he's got, what, two, three concussions this year alone? Two concussions? Yeah, yeah. It's like no. you have to worry about this man's life at this point, right? He's he took a, a standard. He I don't know if it's that he doesn't know how to fall down or he doesn't know to just stay in the pocket and stop running. Like again, guys, the quarterbacks that played into their forties weren't runners. The guys who didn't play in their forties were all runners. Where is Michael Vick right now? Not playing anymore. Mm-hmm. Warren Moon didn't have a long career. You know, uh, uh, Steve McNair didn't have a long career. Dante Culpepper didn't have a long career. Like you. <laughs> It's, I don't care how exciting it is right now. The longevity is not there. And and now the players are getting bigger, stronger, faster. That regular hits to it is taking. Right. Regular falls to it is having. He's, he's getting tough. slammed on his head. You know what I mean? I mean, it, would you learn to look, need to learn to break your fall or need to learn to stop leaving the pocket? I don't, I don't know what it is, but clearly his body cannot take the damage and punishment of the game that everybody else is taking right now. So there's, he's done for this year to, in my eyes. I don't need to see him again because he could, we could watch another player literally die on the field if he takes another big hit from a defensive end or so or whatever a defensive tackle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting way, way too many, uh, way too many hits, dude. You know what I mean? Uh, it's yeah. it's bad, but yeah, I think it's the right move. Let Tua just sit out. You don't need yeah. him to get an, a, another concussion. That's right. a, you know what I mean? Because uh, right. he, he's supposed to be that here your franchise QB the, the future of that squad. Right. So let him just rock out. If the Dolphins got to go with Skylar Thompson, they go with Skylar Thompson. And, you know, right. it, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens there. I, but I have a question uh, now. Did you hear the murmurs that there's a potential Mike McDaniel's job is on the line if he doesn't bring this home with Miami? I did hear about that. And that's to me is absolutely ridiculous. Um, your, your starting quarterback's been hurt. 
how many times he's missed so many games concussions get it i get it you lost five games in a row if i'm not mistaken right because you right right yes. they were they they lost, lost five in a row mm-hmm. they've lost five in a row but your quarterback's also had multiple concussions dude yeah. uh i don't i don't think this is mcdaniel's fault at all you know um and, the, and this is yeah. only his first year yeah and <laughs> hey listen they didn't advance uh vance mcdonald uh vance vance he's now the defensive coordinator in vance Arizona. joseph vance joseph they did this to vance joseph in denver when he had like brock osweiler as a quarterback and and then had uh drew whatever he can't he can't really throw who's out in Seattle now. Drew Locke. Drew Locke. And so, you know, it's like he had one year, good defense, terrible offense, didn't make the playoffs, they fired him. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is Mike McDaniel's fault, but they have spent a lot of money to do some crazy things like bringing a guy like Tyreek Hill, who you didn't need because you have Jalen Waddle. Right, uh, right. You know. But how players, much more explosive is that offense with Tyreek Hill now, though? So it's like, you know. You made it way more explosive with a quarterback who throws under thrown balls. That, to me, is just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That guy's got to outrun the coverage and then come back to the ball and then go back. Like, this mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Um, So, yeah, I just – I don't think he should get fired. But if he loses to a – and they're uh, – you know, I mean, maybe you go with Skyler. He seems more of a runner than he does mm-hmm. a passer um so you know what did you spend all that money on wide receivers when you don't have accurate throwing quarterbacks on the roster i don't know i don't think you yeah. should be fired but i, no, I can I see think, it happening i don't think you should fire it either um quickly before we get to our picks you i want to, I want to ask you, you we you mentioned before about the whole possibility of neutral site a, a type of games and you know things like mm-hmm. that we were talking about the whole bills and mm-hmm. situation and stuff mm-hmm. um I wanted to get your kind of take on it really quickly. I know we were talking about a little bit, the whole coin flip thing, I think is a little bit ridiculous. Um, but I think, you know, it's really now that they're not going to resume that Bills Bengals game, they're going to be short. Is this the most fair thing to do because of that? You're like, Hey, look, if the, if you got a Bills uh, Chiefs matchup in the AFC title game, it's going to be a neutral side. Or if you got a, um, what is it, a Bill or Bills? So Bengals one, it'll be a neutral site game as well, too. Should they just say screw it and be there? Because it, it really goes on record, right? Right. You have, the, you have the seating, but now the seedings are going to be messed up since the Bills and Bengals didn't get to play that game. So that's why, right. you know, is this the best thing to do? No, I don't think so at all. Like I said, they handled it poorly for no reason. They had rules and guidelines behind it. They're just trying to spice stuff up now. And I don't know the politicking in there. There's probably some lawyers that were in there as well. It was just, it's just a cluster. Yeah. Make it a tie. Let them play for for a win percentage. Done. Done. Mm-hmm. Now you you just, you know, stir the pot. Like I also think it's also, it's also because it's so late in the season. If this had happened like week one, they would just think, move the game and then replay yeah. it on the weekend mm-hmm. or something. You know, would have been I mean? a little bit different, right? Right, right, right. Um, exactly. No, I don't think I don't think it's fair to anybody. You know, um, I, I it's just ridiculous. Neutral site, why, why, a neutral site, why? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see what to see what happens. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, let's get into our week eighteen picks. Obed, obviously, week seventeen. I think we both of us did phenomenal. I think. Yeah, I we almost picked every game. Almost you almost picked every, every game. game. Yeah. Yep, yep. That was nice. Um, week 18, first matchup. And we talked about the Chiefs. Chiefs at the Las, Las Vegas Raiders uh, later this afternoon. Uh, Got to go to Kansas City, obviously. The Raiders are just a mess. Right. Derek Carr, um, you had mentioned last week, you had some, uh, uh, you know, a big take that you think Carr will end up in Indianapolis. Yes. Right? Yep. I think there's a possibility he ends up in New York with the Jets. Okay. okay. I can see that. As well, too. They so, send over a young quarterback for their aging quarterback in the contract, maybe some picks. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can see I that. Think, yep. Yeah, so we'll see what happens there. But in this game, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well. I mean, that's no, no question. No yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. there. Yeah. Josh McDaniels is on his way out of Las Vegas, too, for sure. 100%. He, yeah. he like uh, Nathaniel Hackett, is not or probably never will be ready to be a head coach. No, I, I've, said, I've said it numerous times. You know, this is not meant to be a head coach. New Ten, England coordinators, New England coordinators, few and far between of them are actually good at their job. Oh, yeah. McDaniels will be back in New England for sure. Yeah. Um, Tennessee at Jacksonville. I think the Jags get this and they win the uh, AFC South here. Right, Obed? 100%. Yep. Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Going to go with Pittsburgh, who still, I believe, has a shot at making the playoffs, right? I, think, I don't know. I, th- I don't know. I think the, the, some the other teams. I think some teams. Some other things that need to happen. 
But I believe the Steelers, yeah, they still have an outside shot of making the playoffs. They're yeah, they have not been eliminated just yet. I believe um, they need Buffalo to beat New England um, and the Jets to beat Miami, if I'm not mistaken, something something along those lines. Um, but they still have got a shot at the playoffs, which is just wild. And they were a terrible, terrible, terrible team throughout the year. Um, Pickett hasn't been playing better football and looking decent, but yeah. it's interesting to see that the Steelers have always thought they're actually going to have a shot at making the playoffs. But I'm going to go, I'm going to go because of that, and it's in Pittsburgh, I'm going to go with the Steelers. I'm going to go with the Steelers. I think uh, Kenny Pickett's coming around, kind of opened up the offense a little bit for him the last, uh, that last drive um, for against Baltimore to secure the W. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, I think that Pittsburgh has a good shot to like come out here and play well again. Still waiting for the uh, Deshaun Watson come alive game. He did a lot of running last week against Washington that made the difference. So maybe that's mm-hmm. coming back. Yeah. yeah. Baltimore, the other AAFC North matchup, Baltimore at Cincinnati, going to go Cincinnati. Lamar Jackson, don't believe he's playing once again. He shouldn't. I don't even think he should play. Um, even though they're making, the, they're, they, they are in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, his contract year. A ton. I- that's beginning the, of the season i told you first off you don't need your mom negotiating your contracts because you ain't getting it done mm-hmm. two you need to have a co- signed contract or sit out the season if you're not going to be out there playing the way you do lo and behold you got injured again mm-hmm. like you did the last three seasons so why I are think, you playing with no money i think he just does nothing it just chills yeah and- it's over yeah. It's over. You got to yeah. think about your next job. If they mm-hmm. want to pay you, fine. If they're not going to pay you, start getting ready for next game. Yeah, next for next team. I think we're both we're both going Bengals in this one, right? Oh my God, yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. After the game, <laughs> I just saw Pittsburgh play against uh, uh, Baltimore, and Baltimore thinks that's how you're going to win games. They're about to get their doors blown off by Cincy. Yeah, you know, Minnesota at Chicago Vikings. Um, 100%. Chicago, yeah, easy one here. But I mean, Justin Fields, like, he's been playing the lights out the past few weeks. But if I can, you know, coming off that bad loss to Green Bay, I think they turn it around and get this last uh, last uh, week victory. Yes, B, B plus for uh, for uh, Justin Fields on the season. Your entire team around you ain't doing nothing to help you. You're doing, doing great. nothing. He's been yeah. phenomenal. New England at Buffalo. I think the I think the Bills are gonna come out rocking. First of all, that stadium is gonna be ruckus. It's gonna be a right. crazy cheering oh for the squad yeah. coming off of the, yeah. you know what happened Monday night. Yeah, uh, I think they dude. I think they put up forty points on your on your Patriots. I don't see why not. I mean, Buffalo, uh, New England won last week. Didn't look convincing to me, um, and Buffalo is going to be on a very high emotional high, so I could see them winning. I mean, they listen. They yeah, they have to finish strong. They need the sub you to to try mm-hmm. the chance at a home field advantage. So. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yep, Bills all the way. Um, Jets in my Jets at Miami. Um, even with Skylar Thompson, I'm going to go with Miami. I'm, you know what? Uh, I actually know. I take that back. Scott, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to New York. I don't really want to pick the, the Jets here in this one, but yeah, the fact that the rookie QB in my starting Miami, so yeah. I'll go with the I'll go with the Jets here. Yeah, I gotta I'm going with the Jets just because you know the team is completely different without Tua. Uh I don't really know what they're gonna get out of Skyler, and I would take a chance with the Jets defense against a rookie. That's exactly why that defense is gonna is gonna play the part. Up yeah. Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Atlanta's bad. Bucks, Bucks, I think which were already clinched the uh NFC, NFC South, South yeah. right? They did, right? Yep, they already clinched that. Yeah, um, yep, yep. So either way, um uh, Buccaneers should get this dub, right? Yep. Uh, Carolina at New Orleans. Um, I'm gonna go New Orleans, dude. You know, um, defense play as well against Philly last week. That's what I'm saying. Coming up that that against that double against the Eagles last week. Carolina, yeah. Sam Darnold. Uh, he's looking better. You know what? I'm, I still gonna, I'm, I'm gonna take I Carolina. I knew uh, New Orleans on this one. Honestly, I, I, the defense played okay. better. I know that Sam Darnold is playing well. I understand that, but. I'm going to give New Orleans the edge because they just came out and did it against a way better roster, a way better team. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Hopefully they have some, some uh, what's it called? Uh, familiarity with this division opponent. I, mm-hmm. I just, I, I didn't, I'm pretty sure I didn't pick Carolina last week and I don't really like, I don't think Carolina has much to offer. Um, no. I not, but yeah, I didn't no. pick Carolina last week and they didn't win. So yeah, I'm, I'm okay with going with New Orleans. Okay. Houston at Indianapolis. I'm going to say the Colts. I'm going to say Jeff Saturday gets a victory in his last head coaching game. I don't think he'll obviously be around next year. This was kind of a, I don't know if, a, if gimmick is the right word by Jim or say, but you know, 
we all know he shouldn't have been the coach. He had zero experience. But I think yeah. Yeah. Last, last game of the year, it's at home. You kind of send them off on a good note by, by the players. You know, I, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Colts. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Houston. I think Lovey Smith defense is gonna come out to play against Erlinger. Um, I just I'm glad they put up points when they played against the Giants, but the Colts are just down bad right now. Oh yeah, they're 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 bad for sure. Yeah, Nick yeah. Foles got start got starting that last week. He got yeah. hurt. Um, and I I, I don't even think, I mean. Erlinger moved the ball. Erlinger moved the ball. He got yeah. touched on Michael Pittman, but I just it, uh, there's a more complete roster. But they do you think? Not, do you think but, there's a chance Matt Ryan actually jumps into this game if Erlinger is struggling? I don't think so. I don't. I just doesn't. Wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't make any sense. You made Matt Nick Foles a starter Erlinger the backup, and then you shut down Matt Ryan. Why are you bringing him back? Like I wouldn't. I, I mean, as a quarterback, yeah, I'd want to play, but I wouldn't want to come back to this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Arizona and San Francisco going to go with the Niners there. They got a couple pieces back. I mean, Debo Samuel is going to be active for this game. Elijah Mitchell is going to be active for this game as well, too. I think they're jostling for that number two seed in the NFC right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with the Niners. I didn't just looking at the matchup. I didn't even need it. To, I didn't care. San Francisco. San Francisco <laughs> is a team nobody wants to see. San Francisco win a Super Bowl. I hope no, I got the point. With, Fran, with know, Brock Purdy. Yeah, they could win. They could win a Super Bowl. They are look, yeah, even with Brock Purdy, technically their third string QB. Yeah. Philly don't are, want this. Philly don't want to get run all over by these guys. Ooh, Christian Stop McCaffrey it. is playing right. lights out. Boy, right. this team is loaded. Yeah. Shan- Shanahan offense is, is something to work with. And that defense is probably the number one defense in the league. You know, Bosa and them boys. So it'll be nice. Dallas out of Washington. Obviously, got to go with the Cowboys. I know they win. And Philadelphia loses somehow. Dallas could end up being the number one seed, if I'm not mistaken. So this is a definitely a good matchup here um, for the or an important game for the for the Dallas Cowboys. I agree. I think uh, I think it's going to be Dallas. Listen, there. Yeah. Sam Howell is starting the for the uh, Washington Commanders. Oh, that's right. Go God, Heineke's out. Oh yeah, right. and Wentz is yeah. out. Oh. Yeah, right. Cowboys. Cowboys should win this in a in, a, in easy, easily in fashion. Um, right. Los Angeles Rams at Seattle. Seattle Seahawks gotta go Seattle. Uh, even though go Baker, Seattle. even though Baker has had some a couple of decent games with the Rams so far this year, a couple of decent games. But Seattle, like I mentioned before, I think they're still in the playoff hunt. I think if they win and they are in, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, I mean, I just don't see. I just don't see the Raider, the Rams uh, traveling to Seattle and getting a W at this time of the year. Yeah, yeah, that twelfth man is gonna be is gonna be rocking for sure. Right. So yeah, Seahawks, Giants, and Eagles. We talked about this a little bit. Eagles got to get this one to get that by. Um, like I said before, I think let Gardner. I think you should let Gardner Minshew start the game. If he's playing poorly, you yank him for Jalen. But if Jalen is in there, do not let him do anything crazy. But Eagles got to get this victory. The Giants are in the playoffs already, so they're and I don't think their position can improve at all. Right. Um, so. But you know, what I mean, they might not play playing hard in this one, so Eagles right. should easily get this victory. Knowing that they have Saquon, who's coming off of the injury, but has played well this year. Knowing that they have a banged up receiver group and are just putting it together with Richie James and Isaiah Hodges, who's come along very well. I love Daniel Bellinger, dog. I love Daniel Bellinger. Um, yeah, but it's definitely going to be Philly. You know, the only mm-hmm. way Philly needs this game, they need the first round by, or they're they need lose. it for yeah. sure. Yeah. The Chargers at the Broncos got to go with the Chargers. Uh, of course. Yeah. They're the Chargers. Here's the thing, though. The Chargers are already made, clinched the playoff spot. Mm-hmm. They may take the, the foot off the pedal late in the game here. Right? Might take the foot off the pedal, but I don't think you want to lose this game. You know, like I think you, I think they should decisively be able to close the door. Um, you might pull Derwin James off the field to keep him healthy. You might pull Khalil Mack. I don't know. Um, but I could see them getting two, three scores and then heading into the half and deciding, okay, what are we going to do? Let's mm-hmm. run the ball. You, you've been, you've been getting great. I think the number one running back in the NFL, uh, this year, as far as fantasy is concerned has been, uh, Austin Eckler. And, yeah, you know, yeah. you don't want to ride him into the ground in a meaningless game. That's exactly what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, mm, and it almost makes me want to change my pick to Denver, but I'm still going to, I'm going to still going to stay with the Chargers, though. I'm still going to stay with the Chargers. I think I can do enough to like stay in front of this game. The Broncos are not good. Yeah. No. And the Sunday night matchup, Detroit at Green Bay. Funny thing is, Detroit needs Seattle to lose. Mm earlier in the day and then them to win again against green bay sunday night so if seattle wins detroit's done 
So Seattle wins their game. It's a meaningless game for Detroit. But if Green Bay, Green Bay controls their destiny, they win their in. Um, I'm going to go with Green Bay. It's in Green Bay. You talk about golf and the boys not playing well right. on the road. Right. Um, right. Especially in it's in Green Bay in that cold, right. too. Um, I think it's I think it's the Packers and the Packers get in the playoffs. Yeah, I can I could see the Packers winning this game. Now, again, one of the most dangerous things in the world is somebody with nothing to play for. Mm-hmm. Right. Why not? We don't know. I'm pretty sure Goff is going to be back with these guys next year. I think he signed an extension. Uh, and if that's their last, if it's the last game of the season they're going to play, why not? Huck it, chuck it, screw it. And that kind of mentality could upset the Green Bay Packers because I know the Green Bay Packers are not good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. And I, I think it's what Seattle needs to win and they need Detroit to win. Okay. That's so. what it is for them, for them to get in. So here's a, like, here's the kicker. Seattle wins, Detroit's out. So Detroit might not even play it hard. Right. That's right. the thing. This so, is what happened with the Chargers and the Raiders last year, where the Bama should have just tried to play for the tie mm-hmm. and just chilled out, and they both would have went to the postseason. <laughs> yes. You know. Right, right, so. right. But yeah, I think it's Green Bay as well, too. So we'll see what happens there. Um, well, folks, that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. So glad you were able to join in once again. Uh, Obed, any last words for the people for the people before we head out of here? You know, it's finally into 2023. Yeah. You know, uh, what's going on? I say wear your masks. Be careful out there. It's a new COVID going around. Mm. Uh, hopefully you've got, you know, it doesn't have to be new year, new me. It can be new year, better you right Ooh, you know I don't like have that. to don't have to run to the gym just try to make a little improvements pick up that project that you've been working on that you put mm-hmm. to the side you know maybe go for a walk every day before you're ready to go back to the gym every day or at least once a week you know mm-hmm. like it just do little little improvements it's called yes. kaizen kaizen the japanese call it kaizen where it's small improvements little improvements every day add up to big improvements over a lifetime I like that. I, I 100% I'm, I'm with that, Obed, for sure. Well said. Sure. Uh, don't forget to check us on Twitter at the WWENT. For my co-host, Obed, I am sure, and we will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.